Hello, and welcome back to Marketing with Purpose, or maybe welcome here for the first time. So, oh, wait. I should probably introduce myself. My name is Monica Pitts, and I am going to be your host for this episode talking about the best, least expensive way that I've found to get a great logo. First, I kind of want to throw you a little curveball. Like, did you know that there are different types of designers out there? Yeah, kind of like there's different types of doctors or different specialties for architects. There's different types of designers. So there's designers who do a really good job at working with lots of things. Those are my designers. They're web designers, and they do a great job of organizing a lot of information and making it consumable for people. And they don't feel like it's overwhelming when you tell them there has to be a whole bunch of stuff on a website. That's what they do, and they're really good at it. And then there's another type of designer that does a really good job making something simple look beautiful. So what they're good at is taking something with only a few components and making it look beautiful. And those people are really good at designing things like logos or signs or business cards because they don't have a whole lot of stuff on them and they know how to just make the information pop and be beautiful. Some people can do both. Some people can design all kinds of stuff, but then other people really get into a niche, all right? So my team is pretty niched down because what we do the most of is websites. And so when I'm art directing, I have to spend a lot more time art directing things like business cards and encouraging them to let that creativity shine because they're used to designing with so many things and making so many things look good together instead of having that simplistic, just a few elements looking good together. So one of the things that it's most challenging for my team to design is logos. And Tyler, my art director, he he would be mad at me because he's actually pretty darn good at logo design. But we're more than just Tyler, okay? And he's a really busy guy. So he can't just be thrown every single logo that we get. And we know that logos are an important part of a company's brand. They're not the only part of your brand, but they are an important part of your brand, especially if you are a growing company. I mean, a logo is kind of a thing, you know, you want one. It's easier to brand yourself when you have a logo. So we had to come up with a way to get our clients lots of designs for their logo and do it in a cost-effective way. So we're like, how do we do this? And then we came across a couple really cool ways. And I'm not going to spoil the rest of this episode by telling you what they are right now in the intro. So instead, I'm going to tell you that I'm going to tell you and it's going to be awesome. So Let's get to business. If you're a natural born marketer, you're one lucky son of a gun. If you're like most people, marketing, especially online marketing, is about as appealing as standing in a police lineup. The May Create team of creatives has transformed websites and digital marketing from craptastic to fantastic since 2005. Our podcast, Marketing with Purpose, makes sense of marketing so you can make purposeful decisions instead of carrying on with the same old crap you've been doing. And now your host, Monica Pitts, founder of May Create, with another episode on how to make your marketing not suck. All right, all right, all right. I know, enough teasing. Let's get to those two awesome options. Okay, so the first option I think works really, really well for people who are creative and they kind of like to get their hands in the mix. So if you're that person, then I want you to go to Canva and play with their logo templates. 
Canva is an online program that allows you to create anything from logos to brochures to, I mean, it's, it's an online design tool. And they have free and paid programs. Anybody who's a nonprofit, you can actually get the pro version of Canva for free. I have the pro version of Canva and it is awesome. We do a lot of stuff in it because it is easy and fast and it brings all the things I need together in one place and allows me to work very efficiently. So any graphic designer out there is like, are you kidding me, Monica? No, 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 no. You do not design a logo in Canva. Okay, so let me take just one step sideways for a second and say that I am not saying that Canva is the perfect logo design software. What I'm saying is that Canva is an awesome, inexpensive way to get lots of logo design ideas. Let me tell you how. They have such cool logo templates. I just started a new file that's a logo and all the templates show up on the left and I search for things that are related to the logo that I'm trying to put together. So if I think I'm going to make a podcast logo, I would just type in podcast and then it shows me all kinds of logos that are related to podcasts. Or if I want to do something that's like science related, I type in science and it shows me all kinds of different templates that are related to science. And Canva has a number of other icons that you can add into your design and swap out for the ones that they have. But you can get a lot of ideas really fast by just opening up their logo templates. One positive thing about Canva is that you can use the comment feature to communicate. So if you've got a team that's going to look at this logo with you, you can use the comment feature on each one of your artboards to talk back and forth about the work. And that comes in handy because then you can get your revisions right where they count. Now, the challenge with using Canva is that you're probably going to need to have another program to really comp your logo out. And comp is this industry term that we mean make it ready to go on anything. That's what we mean by comp out a logo. It could go on anything from a website all the way up to a billboard, right? You need to have the right file types to be able to do that. And Canva just doesn't give you those types of options. There's some really sideways options that you can do. And I'm not saying I haven't done them before, but they're not awesome. For example, let's say that there's part of a design that you don't want to show in the design. You can put a white box over it and then you can save it as a transparent ping and then you can open it back up in Canva and you can use the background remover on it. And sometimes that works. For those of you Canva nerds, if that just gave you an idea, that's awesome. And for those of you not Canva nerds, I'm sorry for nerding out on you. Okay. So you're not going to be able to export all those different file types that you might need to put your logo all over the place with Canva. And the other thing that it's not going to do is it's not going to let you get super flexible with the way that the logo looks. Okay, but like I said, it'll give you lots of great ideas, but you are limited with your design flexibility with Canva because you don't have a pen tool like you would in a program like Illustrator. All right, so what is Illustrator? <laughs> Illustrator is a professional design tool provided by Adobe that allows you to make icons and graphics, logos, illustration, all kinds of things. And it is a really powerful program. But if you're not used to using it, it can be a lot. <laughs> so even I've been trained in Illustrator and I bleh, 
I am not a huge fan. Half the time I get in there and I'm like, I can't even remember how to do any of this stuff. And then I got to chat Tyler or Rebecca and be like, what's a short code to do X, Y, and Z in Illustrator? Isn't there a way that you can do that so I don't have to try to do it all manually? And they're like, oh, yeah, sure. Here's your short code. And I'm like, okay, you're right. But anyway, so if it's a little overwhelming for me as a graphic designer who's been doing this for, you know, over 20 years, then it's probably going to be a little overwhelming for the beginning designer as well. But hey, if you like using new softwares, give Illustrator a whirl too. But I'm telling you, start in Canva with those ideas because they are way awesome. Okay, so circling all the way back to my beginning point with Illustrator is the pen tool. It There is no pen tool in Canva. The pen tool in Illustrator gives you the ability to draw any shape of line you can imagine. And in Canva, you have to go find a graphic that's somewhere near the shape that you want. So you can't do a lot of advanced typography manipulation in Canva. So if what you're looking for is some crazy version of a W that turns into a bird, yeah, Canva's really not the right program for you to do it in. Because you need to be in something like Illustrator where you have the option to use the pen tool to make shapes come to life. Having said that, I've created a lot of really cool logos in Canva. And you can too. And it'll be really inexpensive. So get out there, look at those templates, and give it a whirl. It's a great, inexpensive option for those of you who really want to be super involved and get your hands into the creative process. Which leads me to the second option. Now, the second option we have done, I don't even know how many times for our clients. And it is such a great secret. I I almost don't know if I want to tell you about it. But I'm going to because I told you I was going to. And so I am going to. It's Logo Tournament. And by the way, friends... Canva, Illustrator, Logo Tournament, these people are not paying me any money. Seriously, like, they don't pay me any money. I pay them money. I pay all of them money every single time that I use them. Well, not every time I use them. I pay Canva and Adobe every single month. And I have multiple licenses of Adobe. So I pay them a lot of money. And and Logo Tournament, they don't pay me either. So this is, like, totally unsolicited, like, advertisements for these programs because... No one is giving me a kickback here. Maybe they should. Hey, if you talk to those people, tell them I sent you and see if they'll give me a kickback. Okay? Okay. So logo tournament. So if you are not a creative person or if you need a whole bunch of options to look at or, oh, or God bless you, if you are doing design by committee, like you've got a whole bunch of people on a committee they're making a logo together. <laughs> that sucks so bad. I'm so sorry. Ah, never do that, okay? Enough of that. Then you should really try doing a logo tournament. I'm serious. Let me explain how it works. There are different packages that you can buy, but most of the time we just put our clients in the least expensive package, which is like 245 or $275. It's it's not bad. And you will go through their onboarding process, which is all online, and you just fill out a form. And with the form, you're going to put in things like you're going to pick designs that you think are cool. And then you're going to give them art direction. You're going to tell them what colors you like, what fonts you like. And you're going to give them ideas to start with if you have any. You can even upload files of things that you like. You put in your payment information, and the tournament starts like as soon as you click go. So that's pretty fun. Now, your logo tournament does not go on forever. You don't have months to get this done. You have like a week 
to get it done. So you need to start it on a week that you're going to be able to commit yourself to interacting with your designers and giving them the feedback that they need to get you a lot of options to look at so you can pick an awesome design for your company. Because if you just start the tournament and then you don't ever interact with the logo designers, then you're not going to get anything out of it. I mean, you're going to get the initial logos out of it, but then people are not going to send you anything else and your tournament is going to be done and you're going to have to pick from one of those designs. Now, because we frequently run these logo tournaments on behalf of our clients, I do have some advice for you. As soon as you start your logo tournament and you start getting logos in, I want you to rank your logos. Anything that you like, you're going to rank it. The thing you like the most to the thing that you like the least. You're also going to send suggestions back to the designers on all of the designs that you like. And you're going to tell them what you like about them and what you might want to see different. So get creative and give them feedback because then they're going to revise it and they're going to upload a whole bunch more designs for you. When we regularly interact with the designers and give them revisions and rank the logos, we get anywhere from 40 to 140 designs back for our clients to choose from. That's really fun because then you can see all these options. You don't have to imagine anything. And it's really great for a person who will know it when they see it. So ranking those logos and interacting with the designers is essential for a great outcome for your logo tournament. Now, here's the deal, though. You cannot tell them, make it more like design B if design B has been submitted by another designer. That's not allowed. But you can say, will you make it look like this? And you can describe what you're seeing on design B. You just can't refer back over to design B, okay? There have been so many times that we have ran these logo tournaments and ended up with two designs that we really, really love. And that's okay. Basically, what you do is at the end of the tournament, you offer to the second designer to pay them for the second design. You can just email them and be like, hey, we'll pay you a couple hundred dollars for this design. Is that okay? And they're like, yeah, because they already did the work and they want to get paid for it. So then you just Venmo them the money or pay them through PayPal, however they ask you to do it. And then you have two designs. And once you own those two designs, then you can give it to whatever designer you want and say, hey, combine these two ideas because you own them then and you have the right to do it. If you don't buy the second design, then legally, you don't own that art. The designer still owns the art, and it's just it's just not right. we got to respect people's talents, folks. You can't just steal their stuff and hand it over to somebody else and be like, hey, do this. Nope. So we're always above board over here, and we always make sure that we buy any designs that we like, and we feel like we're going to Frankenstein together and make into the final logo for somebody, and you can totally do the same thing. So I just have a few more tips for you to make sure that your logo tournament goes off without a hitch. Remember that it is a limited time window. Now, Stacy's the one who sets all these up for us, and she always starts them on a Saturday. And then she suggests that we have it narrowed down to five designs by Wednesday and then give the designers the final revisions on a Friday afternoon. So what that means is that you need to plan your meetings ahead of time with your decision makers. So put it on the calendar before you even start the logo tournament. And then also, when you're organizing your designs to share with your decision makers, maybe don't show them everything. Only show them the ones that you like best. (laughs) I know, 
I know the point is to have a whole bunch of options, but if you're designing by committee and you have a ton of decision makers with lots of opinions, it is a lot easier if you do some narrowing down for them before they see them, because then you don't have to talk through every single one ad nauseum. Yeah, because that takes a lot of time and sometimes no one can agree. So pick the ones that you think they can compromise on and maybe narrow it down to less options for them. That would be my suggestion for you if you're the ringleader. And now you know all my tricks. Seriously. You have everything that you need to go get yourself an inexpensive and awesome logo and you have the ability to get tons of ideas. If you want to be hands-on, go to Canva, use their templates, It's fun. I do it all the time and it really does give me tons of ideas and get me started in the right direction. And sometimes I can finish out the whole logo in Canva and just like that, just lickety split. But then if you need a lot of options and you're not a designer yourself or you are designing with a committee, then go ahead and start a logo tournament. They are super inexpensive. They are under $300 and you're going to get tons of ideas if you just follow those steps that I gave you earlier in this podcast. And stay tuned because we have some future episodes coming out talking about planning your logo, helping you step-by-step make the decisions that you need to make to get the right information out to those designers or make the right decisions yourself to design an awesome logo for your organization. Alrighty, friends. Well, I hope that you learned something and you can go out and try one of these two techniques for getting an inexpensive logo for your organization. If you did enjoy this podcast or you learned a thing or two, consider leaving a review for me. That helps me meet more people just like you so I can help them through their marketing journeys. Thank you so much for listening. And until next time, go forth and market with purpose. Thanks again for listening to Marketing with Purpose. Head over to maycreate.com, M-A-Y-E-C-R-E-A-T-E.com. Yeah, you heard me right, M-A-Y-E, create.com. For podcast notes and more resources to grow your business. Don't let your marketing suck. Get your pride on. Market with Purpose.